Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Good afternoon to you. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Mann, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. You know, trying to stay cool in this hot weather. You know, we're doing the best we can. Uh, we are in um, separate uh, rooms recording this show, and uh, I hope you're at least in some air conditioning right now, Dr. Man. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if the heat's going to kill COVID, this is the week it's going to do it, right? <laughs> I, I think you're right. Feels like it's been a few weeks, but, uh, you know, hey. Oh, yeah, maybe a few weeks, but this week, whoo, pretty yeah. hot. Yeah, pretty hot indeed. But, uh, Dr. Man, let's get to the topic at hand. And every week we always talk about how having a healthy mouth leads to having a healthy body. And today we're going to be talking about something that I think a lot of people can identify with and a term that they've often heard, and that's wisdom teeth. Dr. Man, uh, let's, let's start with where the term wisdom teeth came from and uh, what are wisdom teeth classified as from a dental standpoint? Well, you know, I, you know, I made up my own, uh, you know, wisdom tooth term. You know, if you don't get them out and you don't have room for them, they hurt so bad that you uh, start hallucinating and you think you're wise. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> however, the real uh, term came about um, from a Latin term, which, which a lot of medical terms have come from. But the uh, Latin term for dental teeth are dens sapiatiae, which uh, basically means wisdom. And the reason why they call it that is wisdom tooth is because they don't come into your 18, 19, some get them a little bit earlier, but the tell is, you know, back when they made this up, you know, people who were 18 or 19 were in their wiser years versus when they got their, uh, teeth when they were children. So, um, you know, the first molar comes in at age six, the next molar comes in called the 12 year molar comes in at 12. So the third molar, which is the dental term, uh, for wisdom teeth is, uh, you know, is, is, is what we call it, uh, from a dental standpoint is your wisdom tooth. Now, believe it or not, every now and then we'll see someone with four molars. Um, and so that's where the, where the term wisdom tooth came in. Well, I like I think I like your explanation better. You know, I think I think we ought to we ought to put that one in the dictionary. That's that's my opinion. All right, well, Doctor Man, I've seen some people hurt. I've seen some people hurting pretty bad that that, that were hallucinating <laughs> when they came in from taking uh, medications from the pain of not getting them out. But um, I bet you have it. It can be a, a pretty painful experience if you don't have it addressed. Uh, well, why do some people get their third molars and some have to get them removed? Yeah, some people have to get their third molar. Some people have room for them, like you yeah. said, uh, which means their jaw structure is large enough to allow them to erupt into their mouth. And that really comes down to genetics and also, like we talked about in past shows, development of your total skeletal profile. Um, slowly, our jaws have gotten smaller and smaller over you know, the last uh, 100,000 to 200,000 years, and even over the past two centuries. Um, and, it, and it all comes down to the type of foods we eat or have started to eat. We eat a lot of processed foods, which means, you know, we don't have to use our muscles of, of mastication or our chewing muscles, which means it doesn't develop our jaws. So we don't have room a lot of times for those wisdom teeth. But 
if there's uh, genetics there and we are uh, have room, then they will erupt in without causing any problems. The problem comes in when someone doesn't have room. When they don't have any room, then um, pr that's when the problems set in. And uh, some of those problems, uh, you know, uh, that, that we see is the main thing is infection. Um, and the reason why is uh, when the teeth start to come in, they usually run into the tooth in front of it. We call it the adjacent tooth or the tooth beside it. And when they run into that tooth or they run into the bone structure of the jaw because there's not enough room, um, they partially come in. We call that partial eruption. Um, they may not be seen by the person or be uh, felt by the person, but they're still right up under that gum line. And um, that creates a pocket or a space. And that pocket or space is what bacteria loves. So the bacteria goes in, gets around that tooth, and it causes uh, an infection. And that's when people's wisdom teeth really start hurting and cause them the major issues that we see uh, come into our office. The other thing that problem that we can see is if they're angled towards the front of the mouth and they're hitting those adjacent teeth, they can erupt in and actually start moving your teeth around. So a lot of orthodontists, once they get your teeth nice, nice and straight, or we do it in our office through Invisalign, we like to tell people that have those angled teeth like that, uh, wisdom teeth, to go ahead and get those wisdom teeth out so that it doesn't move your other teeth. Yeah, you're uh, investing a, a, a good amount of money into straightening those teeth. You don't want to do anything that's going to uh, mess that up and get them out of alignment. Well, Dr. Mann, if you're going to have your wisdom teeth removed, what's the, what's the protocol there? Do you have to be put to sleep? Um, how does that work? Well, it all depends. There's a three types of, uh, of, of things that we see with uh, wisdom teeth. Um, we see what we call full impaction, which means the bone is completely grown around the teeth. And as long as no one is having severe problems and they're not causing any problems with the adjacent teeth, then, um, then, then we tend to leave them alone. Um, the third type that we see is partial impaction, which I talked about a little bit more. That's the ones that can cause the bacteria infection. And then something I did miss out on mentioning is it can also cause decay on that second 12-year-old molar that we're trying to keep because the bacteria gets in there and the food gets packed and then you get decay and it's really hard to treat. So that's called a partial impaction. Um, the other thing is we um, get wisdom teeth out for, and that's when they come in all the way, but the patient can't get to them to keep them clean and we start finding decay um, once they're in the mouth. And um, that's called a surgical extraction. So there's three different types, and they all um, are a little bit different. We use something in our office um, called a piezo, uh, ultrasonic uh, tome. And basically what it helps us do is it helps us to remove the bone and or the tooth without traumatizing soft tissue as much. Um, Pizotones only cut hard tissue. It doesn't cut soft tissue. And it's a fairly, it's been around for a long time, but um, it's, it's gained traction in, 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 in the dental field over the past three to five years. And we use it and it, and it, um, what it does is it creates less trauma when we're taking those teeth out. But we use that piezo and it, and it's, it has a lot of water in it and it kind of vibrates back and forth. And it basically just kind of goes around that tooth and loosens up that tooth so that we can kind of elevate that tooth out of the uh, mouth. And uh, our goal is to try to do it as a, as least invasive as possible. Sometimes we do have to remove bone if there's a partial impaction because we can't get it out. And sometimes if the tooth is angled, we have to cut 
part of the tooth that's angled off so that we can get it out so that we don't damage the tooth in front of it. We mostly do that with that piece of tome um, to, uh, to prevent any kind of further trauma that might occur. One thing we do have to be careful of is, is you do have a nerve that's running down called the inferior alveolar nerve. And one of the things that we have to be really careful of is we don't want to get close to that nerve because we don't want to damage the nerve that causes feeling to your tongue and to your lip. So we have to be very careful. So it is a surgical procedure, um, and we, you know, we do it in a sterile environment. Now, does someone necessarily need to be asleep? Not necessarily. It depends on how impacted they are, and it also depends on the person's anxiety. If they're super anxious, then we recommend that we, uh, they get IV sedation, which we do in our office. If they're not, they're a little bit anxious, we can use nitrous oxide, which is a light sedation, or we numb the teeth and take them out. Uh, we numb it so the person doesn't feel it. All they really feel is pressure. So those are the three types of, uh, of categories that people fall in when they come in to get their wisdom teeth out. Excellent, Dr. Man. I've got more questions for you about that, but we do need to take a break. I want to remind everyone that if you want to schedule an appointment, maybe you are concerned about wisdom teeth for a child or a grandchild, schedule an appointment to see Dr. Man. Go online to smileman.com. That's man with two N's, smileman.com. You can also call the office at 919-462-9338, 919-462-9338. Four six two nine three three eight. A quick break and back with more. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Track. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk traffic. Hey, if you ever miss an episode of Teeth Talk, feel free to go to WPTF.com. Just click on the podcast section. And there you can find every episode of Teeth Talk there. Uh, you'll be able to find this one after uh, we finish the broadcast here today. But um, you can always go to WPTF.com, head over to the Teeth Talk section, and there you'll find plenty of episodes there. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. And today we're talking all about wisdom teeth. And Dr. Mann, you went through a lot of the technology that's used to help remove wisdom teeth. And I just wanted to ask you, you know, how does this compare to the process uh, when you've been in this game for 20 years? So maybe when you first started your career, how does this compare to that? And, you know, what are maybe some stereotypes that uh, people who've been around a while uh, maybe need to get out of their mind when it comes to removing wisdom teeth? Well, one of the good things that we have now is we have 3D technology um, as far as x-rays are concerned. Um, and we have to take a panoramic x-ray um, to see the wisdom teeth and to see that nerve that I talked about, the inferior alveolar nerve. When I got a you know dental school, all we had was a 2D. So you really didn't get to see what the angle of the tooth was which way it was facing and uh, which angle you could uh, best remove it from. The 3D x-ray has allowed us to do that because we can look at it from all different angles and determine the best way before we even approach and go in and do the surgery. So that is a major thing. The piezo is a game changer. I've been using it for about a year now, and that piezo is is just a game changer when it comes to uh, less trauma. Uh, One of the things that we saw is, you know, most people, they don't have, uh, a lot of uh, nerves and a lot of damage done by removing bone. What they feel is damage to soft tissue because of the blood vessels and the inflammation that builds up. 
So that is basically um, what we see um, different from uh, back when I first got out of dental school and what I see today is we can make it less traumatic. Um, and that's, that's one of the biggest things that I see is the use of the, the piezo um, ultrasonic and the 3D x-rays. And again, some of the instruments that we're using now have uh, updated so that they're a lot easier to get the teeth out once we start the elevation. Could say the piso is the piso de resistance, you know, right? Yeah, piso de resistance. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you mentioned the uh, the soft tissue there, Doctor Man, and uh, of course, everyone I think is concerned about pain, whether it comes to surgery or just uh, any sort of uh, checkup, whether it be dental or medical. Well, how long is the healing process, and what does someone need to expect as far as pain and discomfort when it comes to having wisdom teeth removed? Well, one of the things that everybody probably knows about that's had their wisdom teeth removed is dry socket. Um, dry socket basically is um, when, when we extract the teeth, um, there's a socket or a space that's left there. Um, the goal is that your clot from blood comes in and clots and fills that space up. But that clot can easily come out. And if it comes out, then bacteria invades. The problem with that bacteria is there's no blood flow for your immune system to help fight off that bacteria. So you get something called dry socket and it's very painful. Um, many times you have to come back or all the time you have to come back to the dentist and we have to pack that socket with dry socket paste and get the blood flowing so that the, the clot can occur again. But we have a updated technology, which has been a game changer as well. Um, called PRF, which is plasma-rich factors. So before we start the process of taking out um, wisdom teeth, we draw four vials of blood from our patients. And then we use a, um, a uh, basically, uh, uh, we spin the blood down with a centrifuge, and it actually brings plasma-rich factors to the top of the tube. It's almost like a gelatin or jello that's rich with healing proteins, white blood cells that fight off bacteria and um, other growth factors that help with the healing process. And so when we take the tooth out uh, in that space that I talked about, we pack that PRF and then we actually suture the space up. The good thing about that is once I started using PRF, which is about two years now, I very, very seldom have a dry socket. Usually about 50% of my patients would get dry socket. Um, even if they tried hard not to. But now we're seeing less than 10% um, are getting dry socket. So that's a real game changer as far as the discomfort that you feel after. Now, the majority of pain that people feel if they don't get dry socket, um, it's like probably having a sore cut on your finger. Um, it's an irritation of the skin. Um, it takes about three days. You can get some swelling depending on if your um, teeth are impacted and uh, we had to remove bone and how much surgery we had to do, but that's gone usually within a day or two. Your, your face returns to normal. Um, we asked that patients use ice. Um, it is a surgery, but um, for the most part, you're back and ready to go in about three days. And that's why we tell um, our patients that it's such a good time right now if you're in college or getting ready to go to college, it's a great time to have your wisdom teeth out right now because it's going to give you that time to heal and be ready so that you don't, you know, get one of those horrible wisdom tooth aches that we talked about at the beginning of the show. 
yeah, you don't want to have to deal with that while you're dealing with classes and school. Um, I, I think you're exactly right, Dr. Man. Now's a great time to do that. I do have some more questions for you about myths when it comes to uh, removing your wisdom teeth, Dr. Man. So I'm going to have to ask you to put on your myth buster hat when we All come right. back from break here. <laughs> uh, if you're one of the parents that uh, wants to get uh, some wisdom teeth removed for your children, you want to go ahead and tackle that now, get a hold of Dr. Man. Go online to smileman.com. That's man with two N's, smileman.com. Com. It's a wonderful website. From there, you can book an appointment. You can view all the many services that Dr. Mann and his practice provide. You can also find information about the three locations, one in Cary, one in Garner, and the other in Fuquay. It's all online at smileman.com. And don't forget, you can call as well, 919-462-9338, 919-462-9338. A quick break and back with more. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. I'm Jason Kong. He's Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann family and cosmetic dentistry. We're talking all about wisdom teeth, Dr. Mann. We've gone over uh, how wisdom teeth have received their name and we've gone over the procedure for removing wisdom teeth and also uh, pain associated with that. I want to get to some of the myths because uh, this is a procedure that's been around a long time uh, and whenever we, we have things like that in medicine, there tends to be um, some misinformation. So what's, what's real and what's not real when it comes to the after effects of having your wisdom teeth removed? Well, one of them uh, that's, that's really funny is, um, is that if you get your wisdom teeth out, it will affect your eyesight. Okay. Well, I can um, attest that I got my wisdom teeth out and um, my eyesight didn't really start getting bad until I was mid forties. And for some reason, I could hold stuff up close and not see it, but hold close far away, and it was it was great. I haven't quite figured that one out yet. Why that happens? <laughs> That's a weird one. Um, but the uh, the good news is that is not true. Um, it hasn't been proven. Some of the other um, myths out there are that we have to break your jaw um, to get your wisdom teeth out, and that is not true. Uh, we do not break your jaw. You know, we may have to remove some of the bone that covers the tooth, but uh, we do not break your jaw. Um, another myth is that we um, put uh, implants down in there so that we can follow the people um, wherever they go. Uh, we can track them. We put tracking devices. Um, but there's a lot of myths. But I will say um, it can be a, a pretty serious infection that gets around these wisdom teeth, especially if they go in uh, ignored. Um, a lot of times, you know, people will get um, infections around these wisdom teeth and then they call and they want to get on amoxicillin or some kind of um, antibiotic. And they consistently stay on that antibiotic uh, when the pain comes back every time. That's a very dangerous uh, precedent um, because you can end up creating a super infection around those in which uh, oral antibiotic will not work. You'll end up in the hospital on an IV antibiotic. So if you, if you start getting pain back in those wisdom teeth, um, it's very, very wise to visit the dentist to address uh, the root cause. 
and most of the time it's due to infection. So, uh, you know, th those myths, um, please, you know, if you have any hesitation, visit your dentist. Um, it's a fairly easy surgery. Most, all four are usually taken out within an hour or less. So it's, it's not something that uh, you want to ignore. And it's easier to do it when you're younger than when you're older. You definitely heal better in your younger years. If you wait till your 30s and 40s, it does take longer to heal. Yeah, that, it seems that uh, wisdom teeth is, is not the only thing that <laughs> uh, affects oh, you <laughs> a little bit longer, takes you a little bit longer to heal from. But, uh, um, you know, I'm just, that's just my gripe of the day. But, uh, Dr. That Man, is very true. <laughs> before we head out today, let's get to the pocketbook question. Does insurance help cover the cost of removing wisdom teeth? Well, the good news about it is your medical and dental can cover removal of uh, your wisdom teeth. Um, if you have fully impacted or partially impacted wisdom teeth, um, there are quite a few medical insurance companies that will remove them, especially if, you, if they get infected. Um, if they're all the way in um, and they're erupted all the way in, your dental insurance will cover uh, uh, it, but your medical insurance won't. But most dental insurance will cover impacted and partially impacted. Now, when I say cover, uh, it, it can help cover anywhere from 50% all the way up to 80 to 100%, depending on the type of insurance you have. So um, that's one good thing is, is, is there is a lot of coverage. Now, if you go through the sedation side of it, a lot of dental insurance companies will not dental. So you have to check your policies uh, before you go into it and see exactly how they'll cover it. Gotcha. And so if uh, the folks listening uh, want to get more information, it's best to schedule a consultation with you. What's the best way to go about that? Well, you know, they can go to smileman.com. That's man with two N's. And uh, they can even reach me personally, Dr. Man with two N's at smileman.com. And I can answer any questions they have. And also um, they can schedule an appointment online at smileman.com. Excellent. Smileman.com. You can email Dr. Man, Dr. Man at smileman.com. And you can find more information. As <coughs> Dr. Man said, there are um, some options when it comes to insurance coverage. It just really depends on your situation and uh, what you've got going on in your mouth. And so Dr. Man can help you there. Again, smileman.com is the website. There you can find Plenty of information about the many services that Dr. Mann provides. You can also schedule an appointment. Maybe you're uh, behind on a general cleaning. Go ahead. Go to smileman.com. Remember, man with two N's, and there you can book an appointment. It's super easy. You can also call 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338 for more information. Dr. Mann, what do we have on tap for next week? Well, we haven't done it in a while, but I got a few questions from uh, patients, quite a few questions, actually, and uh, I want to answer some of them, so that's what our show next week is going to be about. We're going to answer some of those popular questions that our listeners are asking. Excellent, and if you want to get a question in under the wire, email Dr. Man, Dr. Man at SmileMan.com, Dr. Man at SmileMan. Com. We are out of time for today. I want to uh, thank everyone for listening. And on behalf of Dr. Mann, I am Jason Kong, thanking you for listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann right here on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Have a great weekend.